What's going on, Sunbelt fans? My name is Dominic Rossetto, the host of the Round Ball Roundup. Let's jump into the action from week 10, the week that was here in the Sunbelt. We'll go ahead and start off with the highlighted games. So we had uh, picked out Southern Miss going up against Marshall. That was a nationally televised game on ESPN2. Southern Miss went down 89-67. We said... For those that are following along on uh, social networks, I did you know the videos before each each day of games. Uh, I said Hase had to really have a, a bounce back game. He had two kind of subpar performances the previous week in week nine. He had to really have a better game and, and week this week. He did play better, but it wasn't quite enough to get over the edge for the Golden Eagles. And Marshall was just shooting lights out. They just really couldn't miss. Uh, one of the best shooting performances of any team in the conference all year. They also had four players in double figures, and none of these double figures were, you know, the the 10 and 11 point types. I mean, all these guys were shooting closer to 20 points. So when that happens, that's going to be tough to overcome. The usual suspects for Marshall all played really well. Uh, Kinsey, Taylor, Kerfman, Han Logton. So when those guys are all firing on all cylinders, it's going to be tough to beat that Marshall team, especially at home. Uh, So Marshall ends up taking that one. We had the deeper-than-hate rivalry on the hardwood. Georgia Southern going up to Boone to play App State. Georgia Southern comes away with a two-point victory, 67-65. It definitely came down to the end there. The score is not misleading whatsoever. It was a last-second uh, chance for both teams at some point, right? The uh, free throws and the three-point shooting were really the big difference in this one. Uh, Mantis, who's a pretty hot shooter for at, for the most part, um, he's had some down games. This was one of them. He was 0 from 8 from the field as well as 3. I think he was 0 for 5 from the field and 0 for 3 from three-point land. So not great. Uh, And that would have been the difference maker. Also, if you go back and look, the free throws were a really big difference because App State is one of the worst free throw shooting teams in conference. If they could start successfully making those shots from the charity stripe, they could be winning a couple of these closer games that they've lost uh, so far this season, especially in conference where these games are a lot more meaningful than some of the out-of-conference games they dropped before the season started. Now we've got Louisiana Going on the road to play ULM, that one was in the Cajuns' favor, 86-73. to UL had five players in double figures, and Brown was the hot player in that one with 21 points overall. As far as ULM is concerned, their MO from most of the conference play so far has been shooting pretty well from the three line. Uh, They finally had a letdown in that regard. They didn't shoot really well. From three overall, they did have four players in double figures, and that's why this game, at some points when I was watching, you know, felt like it was a little bit closer than the score indicated. Uh, but every time ULM tried to put a streak together, you know, UL had already built up that pretty big lead in the first half and just wouldn't really let them bounce back really well. So, uh, congratulations to UL on a great performance overall. It's not easy to go on the road and, and play a team who's who's been good at home and been good from three point land. And they come away with the victory there. Uh, Georgia Southern and James Madison was the last one that we really highlighted for this week uh, because of where both teams sat in the conference coming in. So Georgia Southern comes away with the loss uh, and goes down 83-71. Sarasov and really 
the bench players performed pretty well for Georgia Southern. It was kind of the starters who didn't have the greatest games. Uh, but overall, the team didn't shoot well from three. Still had five guys in double figures and somehow managed to still lose, um, which tells you that JMU can be streaky, as we've seen. JMU uh, previously was tops in the nation as far as points per game. With these last game, couple games in conference, they have dropped out from that top spot and come back down to earth. And they even had a little losing streak, but now they've bounced back. Uh, they only had four guys in double figures, but Friedel and Morse both went for 20 and 25 respectively, and they shot 55% from three. So when this team is streaky in a good way, they can beat just about anybody in conference. Uh, I would say a, a good matchup between them and Marshall, uh, possibly if both teams are hot at the, at the exact same time. But otherwise, I'm not sure if the consistency is there yet from James Madison. Georgia Southern, again, if they'd have played most of the other teams in this conference that day, I think most of the time they would have come away with the victory, except for maybe Marshall, probably Southern Miss would have put up a fight against them as well. But otherwise, uh, Georgia Southern had a pretty good performance, but dropped to a, a streaky James Madison team. Uh, other close games to note, we had Coastal Carolina beating ODU 67-66 on the back of Mustafa, who had 13 points and 16 rebounds. But we know that ODU team just never quits. That is probably the hardest working team in the conference. Doesn't always play dividends because sometimes they're losing those close ones, but uh, they will always be right there with just about everybody in conference. So uh, very uh, hardworking team, and I expect them to be battling. I expect them to make the conference playoff and you know really be a tough out no matter who they play in whatever round it is. Uh, Texas State Goes on the road to Jonesboro and comes away with a victory, 61-58. Mason Harrell back on a little hot streak, 15 points for him. Uh, Arkansas State battled to try and get back into this one, but just couldn't do it. That Texas State defense, just a little too strong. We also had South Alabama beat JMU, 63-62. Uh, pretty Good first half for South Alabama, up 33-24 at the break. James Madison had the better second half, but just couldn't quite close it out. More for South Alabama comes away with 16 points. James Madison didn't have that game they had against Georgia Southern um, in the next one, so they, they didn't quite shoot as well against South Alabama. Credit to South Alabama for a good defensive performance to keep them in check. As far as the Saturday games go, for the close ones, uh, we had Louisiana and South Alabama, another close one there, 79 Louisiana, 76 South Alabama, and you know the South Alabama up 40 to 33 at the end of the first half, uh, looking like a really good performance for them, but Louisiana got on fire in the second half. Brown ends up with 23 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Just a great performance overall from him. He does it all the time. It's really not surprising. But South Alabama had looked like the better team in the first half. So great comeback there for Louisiana. Texas State in another barn burner. They come away with a loss, a very close loss to ULM, who gets a little bit hotter from three. Blackman has 24 points. They end up taking down Texas State 61-58. And... Uh, just a note, this one wasn't a close one at all, but Georgia State, the first team in conference to end up going for 100 points in a game. Uh, they take down Coastal Carolina 100 
to 66. Not a performance I saw com- coming at all. Hudson comes away with 26 points for Georgia State, uh, and they just they couldn't miss from three. Watching that one was a really impressive performance. Uh, Coastal tried to keep battling back and played a, certainly a better second half but uh, not nearly enough to overcome a hot shooting night from Georgia State. As far as the standings are concerned, we've got the Cajuns, Southern Miss, Georgia Southern, Marshall, Troy, and ULM all tied atop the conference at 4-2. We've got three teams at 3-3. That would be App State, Texas State, and JMU. Four teams at 2-4, Georgia State, Coastal Carolina, ODU and South Alabama, and we've got one team who probably looks to be out of the race already with Arkansas State sitting at just one and five in conference. Uh, As far as looking at some of the home and away records, the top teams are really good at home. We've got Louisiana at 7-0, Southern Miss 8-0, Marshall at, I'm sorry, Georgia Southern at 7-3, Marshall at 12-1, Troy six and one, ULM six and four. Uh, so it's obvious that when you play really well at home, you're gonna have a pretty good conference record as well. But it's interesting to note that really no one in the conference is great away from home, and that's why no one's really running away with this conference as of yet. Uh, the best record at four and two, the worst at one and five. Everyone's really still pretty tight in this race, uh, and that's kind of. Not that crazy when you look at the national picture right now either. Uh, Basketball this year seems to be so close across the country. The top teams are all losing games. Even in the top 25, you've got most of these teams already with three and four losses. So uh, this is not a Sunbelt issue, but it seems that the transfer portal, much like it has in football, has really alleviated these top-to-bottom differences within the conferences, and the Sun Belt is no exception there. So it's going to be really fun to continue watching this conference. If you haven't really gotten into this, I'm telling you, get into there now and just start watching some of these games. Jump around. I I can't watch every single game from beginning to end. It's, it's pretty much impossible. But what I do is I jump through every game as it's going. I watch a few minutes here and there. I, I jump into the close ones when they're late, obviously, so I know what's going on there. I'd suggest if you guys got time and maybe you don't really want to watch just one game uh, is to do that. ESPN Plus is a great feature and a tool to do such things. Uh, I'm really happy this conference has a partnership with them because it makes it so much easier to watch. And then obviously we've got some games that are being thrown onto national television with Southern Miss and Marshall just last week on ESPN2. Great production value. Awesome to see them get some national exposure as far as that's concerned. Uh, so, But to jump back on the away records, uh, even the best teams in the conference have three, four, five losses on the road, and they've only got three, four, five wins on the road. So a lot of them are sitting right around that 500 record uh, as far as away from home. And interestingly enough, Texas State, who's just 10-9 and nine overall in the season, 3-3 three and three in conference, is the best team on the road with a 6-3 and three record overall. So uh, interesting statistics there as far as home and away. Uh, you know, it's going to favor the home team. This conference seems to favor the home team. So if you have a toss-up at all a- across that, Just go with the home team is what I'm telling you to do. If there's any question about who you think might win a close game, 
I'm going to say in this conference especially, favor the home team. It seems to be a big difference maker. As far as some individual statistics to talk about, we'll talk about these guys nationally. Um, all of these stats are going to be con- including the entire NCAA. So Tavion Kinsley from Marshall comes in at number 14 in points per game with 21.2. Jordan Brown from Louisiana at number 33 with 19.2. Uh, Mika Hanlogden from Marshall at number five in rebounds per game with 11.4 average. Issam Mustafa from Coastal Carolina comes in at number 15 with 10.2. And at number 29 and 31 are Omar El Sheik from Arkansas State and Kevin Samuel from South Alabama with 9.7 and 9.6, respectively, those two very close to each other in that. Tied for seventh nationally in assist is Themis Folks from Louisiana with 6.3. Tavion Kinsey at number 12 with 6. As far as blocks go, Mika Hanlogden comes in at number 10 with 2.7 per game. Kevin Samuel at number 12 with 2.5. And Victor Buffato from ULM at number 14 nationally with 2.4 per game. So a block here or there extra for these guys moves them quite a bit up and down the list. I think the leader is at 4.3 average per game. So quite a bit to get up to that top spot, but these guys within conference are all really close. We've also got Justin Abson from App State at number 27th, 27 overall with 2.1. So Quite a few big guys in the conference doing very well defensively. Again, these are national rankings. So uh, to have that many guys up there as far as blocks go is is great. Now, in the best three-point shooter in the conference is Camden, Camden Kerfman from Marshall. He comes in at number 17 with 3.2 per game. The problem is he is the only player in the entire conference ranked within the top 50. So that, that shows defensively this conference is pretty strong, got some pretty big uh, players that play well defensively. We do not have the strongest scoring uh, as far as the three-point shot is concerned. So that is somewhere that I hope the conference can kind of come up overall. But right now, Camden Kerfman leading the way from Marshall up there, the only one in the top 50. Steals per game, we've got Austin Crowley from Southern Miss coming in at 22nd with 2.3. At number 35, Andrew Taylor from Marshall with 2.2. And rounding out the top within the top 50 nationally, we've got... Nelson Phillips from Troy coming in at number 45 with also 2.2. I'm not quite sure why they they uh, don't include them all just kind of tied if they all have 2.2. But, hey, I'm just going off the list that I have to reference. Uh, as far as statistical leaders, as far as teams go, James Madison uh, is up there or was up there nationally. I'm sorry. But as far as in-conference goes, They only come in at number six. Marshall is the leading scorer in conference against conference foes. Louisiana right there behind them. Uh, And, you know, really close offensive numbers, really. If you look at the top three, Marshall, Louisiana, Southern Miss, they are the top three all over 70 points per game. Uh, Defensively, we've got Texas State and Troy who are not allowing their opponents to score better than 58.5 points per game. So really impressive defensive performances that's what's gotten texas state back into this conference race uh they they did not come into the conference with a very good record 
Uh, and, and you really, even the eye test, as I watched them, I was not blown away. And I, not, I didn't see anything that told me they'd even be able to be three and three in the conference at this point. Uh, so really impressive defensive performance there. If they can get hotter on the offensive side of the ball, maybe they keep climbing those standings and stand a chance to be near the top at the end of the conference play. But right now, that defense is keeping them in games. And uh, if that offense could just slightly improve, there's a couple close games just this week. They had two of those really close games that could have gone their way had they uh, just been a little bit better offensively. So interesting to see there. As far as margin of victory goes, you've got Marshall outpacing everybody uh, by an average margin of 10 points per game. And then uh, Louisiana is second, and here's the biggest difference. They're only 5.5 margin of victory. So Marshall is winning big games more often than anybody else in the conference. Everybody else is uh, right there at two, three points pretty much. Uh, And also we've certainly got some teams down there in the negatives as well. So that kind of wraps up the the look for the teams statistically. We will talk about, uh, just touch on the games this week that you should keep an eye on. I have ULM at Georgia Southern. Again, these two teams probably before the conference play started, I wouldn't have thought this game would be very big. But you've got two teams that have been pretty good overall and a tied atop the conference right now. So that is definitely a game you're going to want to check out. We've also got on Saturday, that's pretty much the only one I have circled for Thursday. I'll say Thursday the 19th, that's really the one that I, I will focus on most that night. Uh, then we'll jump into the Saturday games where we have a few more uh, matchups that I think are more interesting. We've got JMU going to Southern Miss. And after the first little bit of this conference play, this might have been looked at as a bigger game, maybe a little bit less so now that James Madison has fallen off pace. But again, they ended that week uh, pretty hot against a good Georgia Southern team. So I think an important game to keep an eye on there with JMU going down to Mississippi to play Southern Miss. And then we've also got the uh, local rivalry, Georgia State, At Georgia Southern, these two teams really don't like each other. Georgia State has gotten the better of Georgia Southern in football as of late. Uh, As far as the basketball is concerned, Georgia State's usually been pretty good there too. But Georgia Southern has come away with some victories. So this one should be pretty interesting. I I would favor Georgia Southern in the early look of this one because Georgia State's been down. But... Uh, you know, they just had that massive game against Coastal Carolina where they went for 100 points. So if they continue that streak, this one could get interesting, and I expect it to be a, a great battle on a Saturday. And then we'll round out with another ULM game, ULM up against Troy on Saturday as well. Uh, again, both teams up at the top of the conference. By the time this game's played, that could change. But uh, regardless of that, I still think this is a good matchup. Troy, really good defensively. ULM, again, getting pretty good shooting from three-point range. Should keep them in that game no matter what. And uh, I think we've got another good week of basketball coming up. Again, I would favor the Saturday matchups a little bit more than the Thursday matchups. But keep an eye out on social media platforms. We'll be previewing each day before we get into the games with some predictions. Uh, let me know your guys' predictions, too. Let's have a little bit more fun here, a little trash talk, uh, and enjoy the uh, continued conference play and uh, really get into this before uh, the tournament time comes around so we all know kind of where we sit, what we expect to see. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.